I'm HJ. And I'm MK. And welcome to our podcast. Today's episode is called You Are Always Loved. That sounds very mushy and gooey and gross. But I promise the title fits what we're going to touch on today. So we're going to touch on a few different things. Um, anxiety is one of them. I started noticing that I had anxiety in high school. I was very terrified of it and I thought I was weird. I couldn't understand like why I felt the way I did or why different things were the way they were. And then my anxiety peaked really bad in 2018. I was dating someone who was very controlling and manipulative, and it spiked to being anxious every waking moment. I woke up anxious. I went to bed anxious. And then losing Allie, it got worse because Allie was my safe... Jesus, what did I just try to say? Allie was my safe space and my, like, comfort zone of knowing everything was going to be okay. Then an entire year after Allie passed in and I finally got away from the toxic person I was with, my life was complete chaos. Finally, towards the end of 2019, from about October to when I moved out of a toxic household, I noticed that I started getting better. Before I moved, like, I I couldn't even get comfortable in the place that I was supposed to call home because I was so anxious and unhappy. I slept all the time. I would leave and go to a very good family friend's house And just to get peace of mind and comfort because it was that toxic and that bad. Anxiety has triggers. Even when you don't realize it. There's always a trigger. You may not know what it is. But... It's there. You just have to figure it out. I'm very open book. And that's really hard for me. Because getting in front of people and talking to them. Or just having a conversation with a human in general. I'm not good at it. I get very anxious. I don't like to go places. To this day, I have triggers 92% of the time I stay home or out of the public. And when I say public, I mean like I don't go to Walmart. I do not go to Kroger. I do not grocery shop. I mobile order my groceries and my mama picks them up. When I do go out in public, I'm never by myself. 
sometimes going out in public is so overwhelming to me that I turn around and go home. I don't know how to do the people thing and it is something that I have really, really struggled with because I'm always questioning like, well, maybe I shouldn't talk to them because they might not like me no more. I even do that when I have to talk to MK. I'll go to text her and I won't because I'm like, what if she doesn't like me anymore? And I just get anxious. I don't like to go to birthday parties. I generally stay away from little birthday parties or cookouts or family gatherings or um, kids. I really stay away from kids. Um, and it's not because I hate kids or anything. It's because they make me so anxious and they have boogers and I don't like those either. I'll, I mobile order everything and I pick it up and that is a very hard habit to break because one day I'm going to have to go in the store and do all that but we'll cross that bridge when it gets here. If y'all hear any background noise, we're in a parking lot and there's people that don't know how to drive. Not knowing what a, what triggered you is okay. I have a brain that likes to wander. My brain does whatever it wants to do. So when I have an issue, I start wandering. And then 98% of the time, I can figure out what my trigger was. But it just kind of depends. We don't have to have it all figured out with anxiety. Um, I don't really know how to deal with anxiety or talk about it. Um, I have this problem where I joke around about everything. So I like joke around and say the meme off of Facebook that I have anxiety prime and Amazon prime. And everybody's like, why would you say that? And I'm just like, it's true. Live with me for a week and you'll understand. It's taken a very huge toll on my life. Having anxiety and learning how to have an everyday routine with it. I'm also OCD. So everything has to be organized. And if something's out of place, I'm really anxious. So kind of goes hand in hand I have to keep myself on a strict routine and I'm very strict on myself about sticking to what keeps me calm and that's using my planner buying my hundred color coded pens from Office Depot for one cent a piece I have coupons <laughs> and talking about it you have to accept it. 
to be able to live with it and move forward. I don't have it all figured out at all, but I work every day towards getting better and knowing what to do next. Um, if you really, really struggle, I wouldn't recommend going to crowded places. That's when I'm the worst. I don't even go to inside Chick-fil-A no more because it's so crowded. I can't handle it. And then people start bumping you, and I don't like people in my bubble. I think I've ever seen you inside Chick-fil-A. I will not get out and go inside of Chick-fil-A. I will mobile order, and I will sit there for 45 minutes if I have to. I'm not going in that building. And then I can't deal with germs. I can't. Mm -mm. And people start bumping you, and I'm like, where is the Lysol? Give me my germ wipes. But I hope this gives you a little peace of mind that it's not just you struggling with anxiety. I struggle with it, and so does MK. I, I struggle with it, but it's not like, it's not I don't know, a lot. Like, at work, when it, over the phone rings, I just stare at it and a lot races through my mind, like, what if they're mean to me? Which, 90% of the time, they are. Which is great. <laughs> But, um, a lot races through my mind when I watch that phone ring. Um, I don't like, I can go to Walmart and Kroger just fine, like, that doesn't bother me. But when it comes to talking to large crowds, like, talking in front of a class or talking, oh, no. I can't do that. That, that, my heart starts beating really fast and then I start sweating and I get, like, I, then I start stuttering. Oh, my gosh. When was it that we did that project in mm -hmm. Mr. B's class at college? Me and Mary Kate were sweating, stuttering. My legs were shaking. And finally, I said, I'm just going to take a zero. I can't do this. When I was in high school, I would go up to the teacher and ask him if I could take a lower grade just so I didn't have to get up and read a paper. Like, I just, I, I can't, but, because I never really thought I had anxiety. I thought I was like, oh, I'm one of those lucky people that doesn't have it, but then I'm getting older, and I think about it, and it's like, oh, maybe I do. I have a little bit, but it's not a fun thing. You can take medication for it, but who wants to take that? Nobody, nobody wants to take medication for anything. It's not take pills most of them are over the counter for like my attitude because I have such a bad attitude as well but usually I don't get your happy vitamins yeah pretty much that's what I like to call <laughs> but I don't like going to the doctor anyway so I'm not going to go to the doctor for this little of anxiety that I have I don't like going to the doctor either. I will, I'm like a toddler, I'm gonna kick and scream. 
um, about four months ago when I was getting ready to start at the job I'm at now. I had like a month off before everything was finished for me to start and I did not leave the house, not one day. I was home. I don't even think you came to my house. Nope, didn't go nowhere. If you wanted to see me, you had to find me. One of my really good family friends told me that I needed to maybe go see her doctor because she struggles with it as well. And so I did, and I was like, I'm not taking medicine for this. And she was like, I understand. And then we kind of just, we worked towards getting me on the right track of what to do. And that's just what you have to do. It's okay to go to the doctor. But you don't have to take medicine. You can go and talk to them. And the next topic we're going to touch on is being shy and awkward. So, I am very shy and very awkward when... I first meet you I don't talk to people anyways so that makes it a little harder for me to like get to know people and for people to get to know me but once I once that outer shell breaks I'm fun and I don't stop talking sometimes mm. and then like I, mm. Being shy and awkward, I struggle with that too. I struggled with it in high school. In college, it got better. Um, the people I met in college really helped me come out of my shell. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be so outgoing. You have to remember that you miss every chance you don't take. You can't overthink it. It makes it worse. Believe me, I have stories. Oh yeah, we all do. The peak were... <laughs> the peak of your awkward can't be what if they don't like me. You can never ask that to yourself. And that's usually the first thing I ask if... Do they like me? Probably not, but... That was my biggest flaw, but I soon realized regardless of what you do, people are going to talk about you. I... I don't say that lightly. It's very... true. And it sucks that people are like that but you can't let people define what you want to do 
We live in a world where everybody's opinion matters to everybody. It's your life. Be a girl boss and live your life the way you want to. And I'm not saying jump out of your shell and start being balls to the walls crazy. But get out more. Talk to people. Socialize. And I know I'm not the one to tell you to get out more because I won't even go grocery shopping. But I'm working on that. It's better to learn how to be social when you start college rather than when it's too late to learn. I went in college with an open mind and I was like, I don't want to be friends with nobody. I am not nice. My first day of college I cried on the way over here. (laughs) Because I was like, what if these people don't like me? What if I fail every class I have? And that's another thing that causes people to be anxious. Grades and work. Do your best. Give your best. But look at it like this. If you did your absolute best and you can sit down and say that and you made a C, then okay, it's okay. If you just didn't try and you failed, then that's your fault. But if you did your best or you try every day to do your best, that is what matters. You can't drown yourself and thoughts of failure and thoughts of not succeeding because nobody can determine that but you. Parts of succeeding are being social and getting to meet new people. It's good to meet new people. It's good to learn new things, try new things. I am the pickiest eater on the entire planet. If my food touches, I'm not eating it. If it smells weird, I'm not eating it. If I'm at a get together and I don't know who made every dish, I'm very paranoid. I won't eat. I will literally not eat. If you sit my cup down or I sit my cup down, I'm not picking that cup back up. It's going to get dumped out and thrown away. And I'm going to get a whole new cup. I don't drink after people. If you bite off of my food, you have it. I'm very weird about stuff like that. I went on a vacation in October. And if something looks weird, I ain't going to eat it. So, I was high-tail and determined that I was not eating any weird food. Y'all, I ended up eating alligator bites, okay? Our last family beach trip before me and my sister both moved out, I almost 
screamed at my sister in the middle of a restaurant because she tried to shove an alligator bite in my mouth. And I was like, no, girl, I can't eat the cute alligator. I ate tacos with some type of fish on it. I don't even like fish. And then I ate a scallop, and I will never do that again because I gagged. It just is, it's not for me. It, uh -uh. But I did all that because I was pushed out of my comfort zone. I also rode this thingy that takes you up like way up in the air and just drops you and you just <laughs> swing over buildings and see throw up on it. I would have never done that. I was talked into it, but I'm glad I was because I, I ain't never gonna do it again, but I did it once. You just have to step out of your bubble, right, MK? Exactly, because my bubble is my house and I love to be at my house. Because I go to school and then I go right back home and I go to my room and then I don't leave my room for the rest of the day. I go to work and usually after work on like a Saturday or a Friday, a few of us will go out. But other than that, I go, if we don't, I go right back home. I like to be home. I feel comfortable there. If y'all hear some music, <laughs> we have people driving through this parking lot with their windows down, blaring their jam jams, trying to be Funny. the club. Yeah, no, <laughs> not today. No. Um, finish what you're saying. My house, my room, just, hey, my front yard. I don't like to leave, but I need money, so I have to put up with it. But other than that, I don't really go anywhere. Like, I don't, I went out back in December. That was the only time. And the next topic is being open-minded. Okay, so you need to carefully choose when you want to be open-minded but every situation you place yourself in be open. Every situation that you place yourself in, you need to be open-minded to also see from the other person's view. Uh, when you're close-minded, that can make you extremely toxic and everyone can be toxic in their own way. It doesn't matter how, it's just some people, most people have their own toxic ways. Very true. But you can choose whether to let toxicity become part of you. It's up to you to change your ways. It's up to you to get out of your zone and and just do different stuff. 
no one can do that for you. You have to choose your own path. I hear my drink rattling. The ice. And I have a confession. This is something I want to touch on as well. I am a germaphobe. I can't help it. It is very bad. I carry Lysol. If you sneeze, cough, sniffle, breathe near me, I'm gonna spray you myself. And I have germ wipes that I keep everywhere I'm at. There's like 12 packs in my car. I wipe off door handles. I wipe off everything before I touch it. Um, hand sanitizer I'm not really a fan of it dries your skin out a lot um, I don't like snot or boogers I almost smacked someone's kid in Target because it decided to walk up to me and wipe its boogers on my arm and I'm just I'm not a fan you know I could live without boogers and snot. Um, I clean everything all the time. A lot. Now, granted, my room is a hot mess right now because I'm trying to get everything organized because I'm trying to turn one room into an office and then still have my room and I'm trying to organize the clothes and different things so it's a little difficult but I just wanted to share that if you're a germaphobe I understand I'm not no. like the only thing that really grosses Mary me Kate will eat mac and cheese off of the floor like okay well I wouldn't go that far <laughs> okay <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I'm not a germaphobe. Like, nothing really grosses me out. But the only thing that really does is money. Every time I take a money transaction at work, I turn... As soon as I hand them their change back, I turn around and I... <coughs> and I use the hand sanitizer. I think all four of us do. One thing that really grosses me out... <coughs> When I'm out in public and there's a person and they have their debit card in their mouth, I want to hit them upside the head. That is the nastiest thing. Do not put your debit card in your mouth. It goes inside of all of those terminals to make transactions. There was debit cards in it before yours. You don't know whose nasty hands were touching on the debit card before yours or coughing and sneezing on it. And then all them germs are now on your debit card, which are now in your mouth because you want to put it in your mouth. And earwax grosses me out as well. I used to hang around someone who used to take my car key and clean their earwax out of their ear with it. And one time the earwax was left on my car key and I picked my key up and it touched my hand 
and when I tell y'all that I was ready to burn hell down because I was so it's mad, disgusting. I was like, uh-uh, ew, nasty, no. I don't, I'm not really fond of earwax either. If I see people in public and they have earwax spewing out of their ears because they don't clean them, I can't, mm-mm, no. It's gross. Just, ew. I don't like going to the gym to seeing that either. It's gross. Oh, that's another hard thing that I'm having to like learn how to do is go to the gym because all them people be coughing in there, sneezing, and touching those machines. And I'm like, uh -uh, stop. In my gym bag, I literally keep <laughs> six packs of germ wipes. Because in one gym setting, I can use a whole pack. But it's just something that we we deal with it. It's getting better. Do you think my being germy is getting better or worse? Uh, mm, not getting better. I mean, you kind of freak out or the little things. Mary-Kate thinks it's so funny when I, um, where did we go and that lady coughed on me and I went to the, straight to the car. Oh, God. Oh, I don't remember I don't where remember. we were at. But we were somewhere wow. and this lady, like, walked behind me and coughed and I felt her spit hit my neck. And, y'all, I went to the car and I was, like, giving myself a bath in Lysol and... I like germ wipes because you can put them on your clothes and they don't like bleach it or stain it or smell weird. I get the fragrance free. <laughs> Reminds me of that time at work. I think it was last week. It was like last Wednesday. I was checking this man out and ringing him up and he, I, I guess I said something funny because he started laughing really hard and then he <laughs> bit all over my face too and it kind of it was kind of gross because he looked homeless as well but yeah that was that was really the only gross thing that freaked me out i've spit water on someone's face on accident now if they would have done that back i would have lost my marbles but most everybody that's around me knows like what to do and not to do with my like germs um most of my friends all know don't misplace my, my germ wipes leave them where they're at don't cough on me or sneeze near me don't cough in my car either because then i'm gonna spray you with lysol i have like this i can't get sick i don't like to be sick it's just gross like, when I had the flu, I swear to God, I used seven, eight packs of germ wipes and two bottles of hand sanitizer in a week period. I was like, and my mom was like, why are you doing that? Because you're still here. You're still spreading your germs everywhere. And I was like, I'm just trying to help y'all not get sick. 
Well, do you have anything left to add? Well, I think this is all for today's episode. Um, we have just update on announcements. March 22nd, YouTube goes live. April 1st, shirts go live. We already have 10 orders. Yeah. So, if you want to order shirts, message us on either our personal accounts, text us if you have our phone numbers, or message our business Instagram at Parking Lot Convos Podcast. The logo is the same as it is on all the platforms. And we're also still working with Apple, so stay tuned for that. And we, oh, we got to set our two goals for the week. Last week, our two goals were to promote YouTube and buying shirts and we did that so we achieved both goals this week our two goals are going to be promoting as well as gaining some more listeners and just really grabbing your attention with what we need for you guys So, y'all have a good day. Thanks for tuning in. XOXO, HJ, and MK.